This is live from the Grand Tea Time Music Festival from Jackson Hole, Wyoming. I'm your host, Andrew Todd. And I'm Donald Runnicles. And Donald Runnicles, of course, is the music director of the Grand Tea Time Music Festival and my co-host for this program. As always, today's program features performances from the Grand Tea Time Music Festival, a seven-week classical music festival that takes place each and every summer at the foot of the Tetons. On today's program, music by the giants of the classical period, Haydn, Beethoven, Mozart, and Schubert, selections from symphonies, quartets, and a piano concerto. Here is the first movement of the Military Symphony by Joseph Haydn, coming on stage now at the Grand Teton Music Festival in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, guest conductor Nicholas McGeegan, whose home orchestra is the Philharmonia Baroque Orchestra and Chorale in Berkeley, California.
We're here at Wonk Festival Hall at the Grand Teton Music Festival in Jackson Hole, and we just heard the first movement of Haydn's Symphony No. 100 in G Major, The Military. Nicholas McGeegan conducted the festival orchestra. Coming on stage now, four of our festival orchestra musicians, including Jeff Thayer and Jenny Ross on violin, Joan der Hofspian on viola, Daniel Lauffer, cello, here to perform Beethoven's Quartet in F minor, Opus 95. <laughs> Thank you. 
We just heard a performance from the Grand Teton Music Festival in Jackson Hole, Wyoming of Beethoven's Quartet in F minor, his Serioso Quartet. We heard Jeff Thayer, who hails from the San Diego Symphony, Jenny Ross, formerly of the Pittsburgh Symphony, Joan Derhovsbian of the Houston Symphony, and Daniel Lawfer of the Atlanta Symphony. And you're listening to Live from the Grand Teton Music Festival in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Donald, next on our program, we have a selection from a Mozart concerto. I know this is a, a performance we're both looking forward to. It features one of your frequent collaborators, Garrick Olson, on the piano. And this is Mozart's ninth piano concerto in E-flat major, the so-called Junome. Many scholars point to this work as definitely launching Mozart into a, a new period of maturity. Certainly in this gorgeous work, you feel that the piano in this case, is very much an equal partner to the orchestra. That is to say, it's not just blah, 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 the orchestra, and then let me show you what I can do. There are so many examples in this work of, of a revolutionary approach to the concerto. When one talks about the later Mozart and his coming of age with this work, this buoyant, boisterous finale, there is an emotional core, a passion, an intense lyricism that really uh, is already this harbinger of not only in the concertos, but of course the, the great symphonies, the operas and the requiem.
You just heard a riveting performance by pianist Garrick Olson of Mozart's Piano Concerto Number no. 9 in E-flat major. He was joined by the festival orchestra and music director and conductor Donald Runkles. The last stop on our journey through the classical period today features Schubert's Ninth Symphony. I believe Schumann, when referring to Schubert's music, and I think in particular the symphony, referred to it as music of a heavenly length. Otherwise to say, sometimes this music can seem a little bit on the longer side. And in fact, this Ninth Symphony comes at a point in Schubert's output where it is indeed his largest symphony to date. Put in context where this Ninth Symphony, the so-called Great, fits into the landscape of his other works. Franz Schubert had a great deal to say in very little time, I think, by the time this work was written. He was aware that he was a sick man. Just how sick? The fact that three, four years after the completion of this work, uh, he died gives some insight into, particularly in this symphony, this outpouring. He never feels in a rush. Quite the opposite. He gives himself this kind of epic room to involve themes, to evolve themes, to all of a sudden there are these sidesteps, and you hear this certainly also in this finale, these these harmonic sidesteps where he's in no rush to reach the end. Franz Schubert never heard this work. He never heard this Ninth Symphony in its complete version as we know it today, which also just adds to that feeling of the privilege that we have that we're hearing music that the composer himself never heard.
the final movement of Schubert's Ninth Symphony in C major, The Great Symphony. Conducting that performance, Edo Devart, joined by the Festival Orchestra at the Grand Teton Music Festival. This has been a presentation of the Grand Teton Music Festival, located in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Live from the Grand Teton Music Festival is a co-production of the Grand Teton Music Festival and Classic Digital Syndication's Vic Minzer Producer. Recording engineers for the festival include Roni Jules, Vic Minzer, and Kevin Harbison. Special thanks to Bill Sigmund and Jeremy Chin of Digital Island Studios in New York City. Live from the Grand Teton Music Festival is supported by John and Barbara Vogelstein. And by the way, we'd love to hear from you. Just write us by sending us an email to listener at gtmf.org. And by all means, come visit us in the summer in beautiful Jackson Hole. For more information about the festival, go to gtmf.org. I'm Andrew Todd, and thanks for being with us. Thank you.